heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? The news and stories from racing's heartland. This is RSN's Racing Pulse. Great to have your company on this Friday. We've got more tips coming your way because the footnote needs to have his say. Nick Foot, with his uh, unique view of Derby Day and his good things as well. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it is, uh, isn't it? Big week coming up for everyone involved in racing and racing lovers. It's just so great to be a part of, isn't it? No, it's awesome. It is spectacular. There is no doubt about it. But what we do need to ensure is that we start Cup Week with a win on Derby Day. Overall, is it a, is it a punting program that you're keen to get involved in? Initial thoughts were no. And then the deeper I got, I kept finding a few more bets. So um, t- traditionally, I just love betting Derby Day. Mm. And uh, I was a little bit off port at the start. But now I think I've found a few a few shorties maybe at the start of the card and some value a little bit later. So um, pretty keen, mate. I'm keen to find out who are your better bets because I'm a little wary like yourself. I think Athabaskan should win. I think Zardozzi should win. I think Rev Rocket probably should win, but they're all fairly tight in the market. Where's your better bets? Uh, I'll start in race one. It's a good, pretty good place to start, usually, which is the Carbine Club. Uh, and it's a relatively average edition this year. Um, look, I like Brave Meat. I've got Brave Meat on top. Uh, he's open short. I think you'll get a better price tomorrow. Um, I liked his last start win over 1400 We're with him that day. Uh, there's a lot of, I guess, people saying that he might not get the mile, but there was nothing off that performance that looked to my eye that he's not going to get a good 1,600 metres at Flemington. There's an interesting storyline within the story with Zara obviously hopping off, yep. um, which which is a, an interesting angle if you want to read too much into that. I, I, I'm not. Jamie Spencer goes on um, a pretty good way to probably win over the Australian punters for Jamie. If you can get us off to a good start with Brave Mead, uh, I think you'll get a pretty solid run in, in behind the speed and uh, and hopefully be too good too late. There, I was looking forward to speaking to Stevie Arnold this morning. I wanted to ask him about Influential, who's coming down, who's a very interesting runner in that race, coming through a Kembla maiden, so adds a bit of flavour. And obviously He-Man's being pretty well spruiked too, who was strong in the tap. Craig can understand that. He's my second elect. But uh, I think Brave Mead's a pretty good way to start the day, Michael. We'll put that question to Stevie tomorrow. We uh, he, he asked to get a bit of separation from you. He was a bit worried about the uh, <laughs> the closeness that you... No, I'm uh, we had Stevie on yesterday. All right, I like this. You're taking on Hunter... And Gately. Foot v Hunter Gately. Brave Mead, best of the day in the Carbine Club uh, to knock off He Man, which is what we love to see. Um, what are the other bets that you want to play? Yeah, race three, the the Furphy sprint for the for the mares. Uh, it's a good race. I, I'm going to play two here. I think Dancing Alone, she's just going super for Bryce Hayes. Comes through a benchmark 78, but it's a high rating benchmark 78. They went 11.1 lengths inside benchmark. Um, Billy Egan's drawn wide here. Uh, she has been a key speed influence at the last two starts, but she's shown versatility, so can take a sit behind him down the straight. And the other one who with last start to at a big price is Lem Picker, and mm. they put her up 20 bucks again. I know she's halved in price now, $10. think she's still a bet. She's just flat out airborne for Ken and Casey Keys, isn't she? So, um, look, four from four since Blake McC- 
McDougal's gone on board, and I know she hasn't ticked that straight track box yet, but I think she's a bit of a different prospect now, this preparation. She's just gone to another level. So I'll play Dancing Alone and, and Lem Picker in race three, the uh, Furphy Sprint for the Mares. All right. Um, what do you do with Zardozzi in the Wakeful? Well, she's my best of the day. Best of the day. Best of the day, yeah. Uh, look, this that win in the Edward Manifold just... That makes her look perfectly positioned here to step up to 2,000 metres. Nice little 1,200-metre Warwick Farm trial between runs. Um, that run in the Edward Manifold was at an even tempo. She did have a lovely run in transit, but, geez, I love the way she picked up, savaged the line, fastest last four and 200 of the race, and it was the sixth fastest last 200 of the day, which included uh, races like the Dane Hill and the Gilgai. So that tells me that she's going to eat up 2,000 metres. J-Mac goes on. Uh, looks a pretty good bet for me, Michael. Yep. You're not on your Pat Malone there, Zardozzi. The bet of the day in the wakeful uh, the Coolmore Stud Stakes, mm. which way have you lent here? It's a fascinating race, lots of angles. Uh, can't put too many holes in too many angles if you have an opinion in this race. But there's one thing I like in racing, and, and that's a set plan, and it's a grand final plan. And I'm and I'm going with the Dane Hill form because of that, and I'm going to side with two bets. I'm going to play Strett and Angel, and I am unstoppable here. So I'm unstoppable. Um Last start, obviously, was beaten by Stretton Angel in that Dane Hill. He was drawn inside that day and was flushed out a little early. I think he's been the big winner at the barrier draws. So draws 12, will look to get some cover, gets the hot hand Blake Shin on, can go through his gears. The camps back that up this week. Uh, I think he's a really good winning chance. And Stretton Angel, well, she's just a filly I've had so much time mm-hmm. for. She was outstanding last start. She was running away from I Am Unstoppable through the line, and she's drawn outside again in that part of the track that I think you might want to be at um, on Saturday. So, so you're taking on the Sydney Siders. Yeah, look, Shinzo's the fly in the ointment for me because was the Everest the grand final or is the Stallion making race the grand final? So he's an absolute weapon on song. We've seen that. The three-year-old career hasn't exactly gone to plan thus far. Uh, he's one I'll definitely keep safe. Um, Cylinder's an interesting one deep into the prep. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm just not sure at the price that I want to be siding with Cylinder. And, and the market's sort of um, winding Cylinder out a little bit too since they opened up. So can certainly win. King's Gambit, um, geez, you'd want to see the, you'd want to see him tick that straight track box before before hopping and in. Also, we've just had word about half an hour ago that he's got an elevated temperature, so uh, he's going to be vet tested later this afternoon well, as well. It's not what you want to hear if you're diving in already at King's Gambit at eight. So, uh, look, fascinating race, but keen to side with Stretton Angel and I am unstoppable. Quickly whip through the other two group ones. Are you with Riff Rocket in the Derby? Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't have a whole lot of confidence in this race. I think Vidad, if Vidad can bounce out of last week on the seven-day backup, I think just excuses ridden upside down, fastly run race. Uh, the camp's confident that he's come through that pretty good after having some eating issues early in the week. But I think with a softer run, he can he can really feature in the finish there at a really nice price. Okay. So Vidad on top for me. Uh, but not a high-confidence betting yep. race at all, mate. And, and, geez, it's hard to be confident in the Empire Rose as well. The most open race of the day. It's a great race too, and, and there's so much speed in it that it's going to give um, every mare the chance to, to win the race. It's going to open it up nicely. Look, I've decided with Princess Grace on top. Just Really? Yeah, just because she's been competing in 
genuine Group 1 weight for age contests in this prep. So 1,600, no concern? Yeah, perhaps. She's going to need some She's going to need some favours in run. But when you look at her early form in this preparation, she ran Fangirl to 0.3 of a length in the Wink Stakes, ran Mr Brightside to 0.4 of a length in the Memsey. I know she was, um, last start, she opened up at some $1.40, SP to $1.70 um, and was disappointing on, on face value there. But a little fresh and I can give her a chance at, mm. at a big price. But again, it's not a high confidence play because it's a really open race. Speaking of um, open races, who have you landed on in the Eagle? I'm I'm pretty keen really? in the Golden Eagle on one here. I've I've landed on Legato, the, the Kiwi. The Kiwi. Uh, I'm... I don't know exactly what she's done wrong. She's been sort of favourite in the futures the whole way into this, and then we've hit the week of the race, and she's opened up some 850. She was half that in futures, and her New Zealand preparation's been faultless. So she hit the line hard behind Skew with first up, and then last start she won the Matamata uh, Cup over the mile, and she made Group 1 winner La Creek look like she was super glued to the ground when she went past... Uh, under soft riding in, uh, over the line. So she's flying. This has been a set play the entire time. I, I think Legato won by three play, 8.50. I'm pretty keen in the Eagle. I love it when you're keen. Uh, so we've got a bit of confidence in the early races at Flemington and then in the features we can um, have a little play and if we need to get out of jail, head to Sydney for Legato. Um, mate, have a good derby day. We'll see you next week. Thanks, mate. Looking forward to seeing your beautiful face on Channel 10 <laughs> throughout the week and those chompers. It'll be great. <laughs> I know we always get this bloke that messages in and calls me chompers, but wait till uh, they see Felgate on 10. My chompers can't compete with your chompers. <laughs> there is no doubt about that. <laughs> so good. You have a good weekend, You mate. too, mate. It's been fun. Nick Foot there. We'll take a quick break.